This is HPR episode 2965 for Friday the 13th of December 2019. Today's show is entitled Instant Feedback for Students in Maths. It's hosted by Benny, is 40 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is how we use old CAS software to give students instant feedback in their maths homework. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Okay, hi. We're still at the Oak Camp. My name is Benny. Hi, Benny. Uh, we're here for HPR. Um, here with me is... Ken Fallon. And this is kind of weird because he's doing an interview with me, but I had to start for this to be my show. So that's, that's me handing over to Ken f- to ask questions. So Okay, so as we were talking, um, it became obvious that you were a math teacher. Um, I was a math teacher, and that's where this whole project and the conversation started. So yeah, I was yeah. a math teacher until the summer. Okay, uh, yeah. So you're putting together a website. This is a this is a project of somebody else, so it's not open source, it's not whatever. But I still thought it would be an interesting topic for you to talk about how what you're doing, and it's so you're doing this where. So. Yeah, this as you Tell said. Tell what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, this, as you said, this is is not my idea originally. I just came to the project later. That's why it's not open source and and stuff. And we still try to make money. Barely pays for the bills, but uh, but the basic idea is we have. Well, my friend who actually had the idea for the project is also a math teacher, and we always had the problems that student. Students weren't so good at solving equations and doing all this uh, manu- manipulation of, of mathematical expressions. So we thought it would be a good idea to have a, a web application where a teacher can hand out an exercise sheet and mm-hmm. then students start solving uh, solving the, the exercises. But insta- instead of just solving the exercises and getting the first step wrong and then handing it back to the teacher and the teacher goes like, well, that's wrong. So yeah. uh, the, the, the application marks basically every step. Okay, so like, give me a pi... Um, Einstein's theory of relativity is E equals MC squared. So the, the student would have to solve E equals MC squared and then they put in E multiplied by or e divided by c squared and it's wrong and then they continue doing the calculation and they get 42 at the end when that's not the right answer and i was expressing my how, how frustrated i found if i made a simple you know a numerical fault but i got the the process of taking the equation and extrapolating it out if i got that right 
I would still, depending on the teacher, either get 90% or 0%. So your solution aims to help that. Yes. Well, of course, it doesn't, it doesn't know what E equals MC squared yeah. means, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it EMC squared? No, it's not C squared. It doesn't matter. Doesn't well, matter. I, I'm not. I'm Thankfully, not I'm not recording the show, so <laughs> you have to edit it. You're the one editing. Right. It. I, I'm not. I'm not a physics teacher, so I, I don't have to know. And that's the point that the application doesn't make sense of what the teacher puts in there. It just knows the mathematical rule rules behind solving equations and mathematical expression manipulation. So, so how does how does that work? Uh, with it, we're around. basically using. We're basically using Maxima, which is a computer algebra system. In the back, it. it's it was written started. I'm, I'm not sure whether it started in the 80s or the 70s. It's yeah. written in Common Lisp, and this was a for, this was basically where I came into the project because that's the hard part to make something that is written in Common Lisp speak to a modern web application. Yeah. So <laughs> when we when my friend started off, what he did, he wrote a PHP script that would start Maxima every time a student enters an equation or a step of the equation. So it starts that Maxima quits it again yeah. each time. So yeah. obviously this doesn't scale. So, so you're going to have 42 kids in the class or something, 32 kids in the class. Well, there's Switzerland, so it's yeah. 20 kids in the class. But <laughs> Ooh, let's all move to Switzerland, why don't we? <laughs> But but still, I mean, we have multiple teachers yeah. using this, and usually students do their homework in the evening at I don't know tw at twelve time, twelve yeah. at night or yeah. something. Um, where was I going with this? I kind so of so it's a running one instance per yeah exactly step. yeah yeah so. Actually, so, for, so tell people what what happens here. You put in a formula at the beginning, and then what happens? Oh. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, no, it's fine. Carry on. All right. So, well, first, first, obviously, it has to be parsed. So it's passed on to the parser that does the parsing of the expression. And then it's passed on to Maxima, which now runs as a service and then basically does, does the whole evaluation of whether it's correct or not and yeah. then hands the result back to the application which displays it in... In cool JavaScript. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's about it. So as your, um, give me an example what you might resolve and then the steps. Visualize it. You're sitting in front of the computer. All right. Uh, I mean... <laughs> which we're not. We're in the lobby of the hotel at camp, but just by the way... Honestly, I didn't. I didn't write the functions in Maxima. That's my my friend's work. So I don't exactly know what functions in Maxima are are called. No, but I mean, so, if you write a mathematical function. So, for example, you you let's say we have two x equal three, yep. and now the student says, well, if I divide this by two, I get x equals uh, three divided by two. Yeah. I mean, now this is parsed first the left hand side and the right hand side of the equation. Then it's parsed in, in, in um, how would you call the operations? As yeah. in um, two numbers and then divided by is an yeah, operation. So it's, it's in yeah. the end you have this this syntax tree, right? Yeah. And then from this we again extract the. A formula for maxima, which maxima yeah. understands. Yeah. 
and then pass this on to Maxima to, to handle. The, the interesting part for me... Wa- what if it's wrong? Sorry? What if it's wrong? What, happened? what does the student okay. see? The student, uh, well, the student just says, uh, just sees a red circle or a, a green tick. Yeah. Right? The red circle means it's not correct, and the green tick means it's correct. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't give more feedback. It just gives gives the feedback it's correct or wrong. So yep, the student can try yeah. again and try again, mm-hmm. and basically to give more feedback is then the teacher's job who can yeah. comment on on each step when. But say it's a complex equa- say it's a complex equation, you can so you're doing the simplified you simplify the equation in ten steps as you're supposed to to show your work. If you do it in simple steps, then Maxima can jump in and tell you, well that part was right. Okay, now moving on to the next one. Well that part was wrong and you can fix that and then try it again and then continue on and eventually extrapolate your equation, maybe getting one or two steps wrong, but you're is that correct for a start? Well, yeah, more or less. Uh, of course, when you get one step wrong, the next step will also be wrong because it always compares to the last correct step, right? So you have to find a next step that's that's correct. Oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Obviously, on, right? yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just have one wrong step and then and every step done. is, is no, correct no. again. But so. you, you, get your, you multiply, instead of multiplying two by three, you add them and then... Oh, the next time, oh, right, that's, that's incorrect. So I will multiply two by three, and now it's correct, and you can proceed further. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, the, yes. Of course, it's, it's a student's job to, to split this up in, in simple steps. Yes. He could, the student could do one huge step that includes everything, but then my, our, it's called matraxy, by the way. Which, yeah. um, it would just say, well, it's wrong, right? Yeah. And then it's a student's job to understand that he or she should uh, split this up in in simple steps. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So working from the outside in, dividing by thingy, transposing yeah, exactly. over yeah, things exactly. over to the exactly. other side. Yeah. yeah, and showing your work essentially. Yeah. So I thought it was a really a really good idea. Um, and you, you guys are doing this as is this a full time job or not? No, it's just something you do in part time. Not at all. So I'm. We both work full time. Jobs, yeah. So it's basically just a spare time, like hobby that that pays for for itself, right? Yeah. But we we do sell it to to Swiss schools. So uh, right now we don't even have a website. So all the marketing is done face uh, face to face. People we meet and and people teacher tell other teachers from other schools in in the Swiss community. So. No, we don't really plan to expand that much because, well, unless it just happens, right? Yeah. And we can accommodate with our day jobs because if we expand, of course, it's more work. Yeah, mm. and then needs to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Good, I mean, good project, cool. Yeah, the, the, the interesting part, um, and I'll just tell this because I, I found it's your show it, after I, all. I found, yeah, I found this. I found this interesting. I'm essentially, a mic stand here. I, I tried when I tried to hook up the Maxima to to our application. I looked at the man page of Maxima and it said, "Well, it has this T- TCP interface." Yeah. And I thought, "Oh, well, great! I can start this up. It's uh, it listens on a TCP socket, and then I'll just send whatever Multiple stuff." Yeah. yeah. And I just couldn't get this to work until I 
closely read the man page and realized it's not a TCP server, it's a TCP client. So you have to run a server and then you get <laughs> Maxima to connect to, to this TCP server. So what we do now uh, to this, no, to the TCP, Maxima is then the client. Yeah. And Maxima you connects to, to, to the server. server. Yeah. yeah, so now what, what we have is, is basically a web service, uh, well, uh, REST service written yeah. in, I think right now it's written in Go. The first the first try was in Python and yeah. then I rewrote it in Go just because, just because I'll, I thought Go would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> A cool language to learn. So, and what, what it does now, it basically has one uh, HTTP interface and one TCP interface and mm -hmm. Maxima connects to the TCP interface and the, on the other end we just send REST a JSON. And on the other side, you then track the open API connections. You track the rest connect, the inbound connections on the rest, rest side, and then there's only one connection from the application to the I, client. I do have, I do have multiple instances of yeah. Maxima that, okay. and there is a queue and th those instances just work the queue because we can't avoid that the student blocks one instance of Maxima yeah. because we can't just exclude every case when how, when the student could block one instance. So we have a timeout, which is, uh, I don't know, five seconds, but we can't have the whole web application stand still for, for five seconds. So, yeah. so at, at what point has the student... Uh, do they have to press enter and then it goes, or is it constantly? Yeah, yeah. It's a, we have a new version where the, the parser runs constantly. Yeah. So the, because the student doesn't enter a real math, well, it's real as in as in there is a language they have to use to enter the, yeah. the so expression, the like like a, yeah, exactly, yeah. like a computer algebra system. And we now have a version, it's not online yet, but we have a version that where the parser does every every single letter this or, or so character the student enters, it parses again and shows the student the result. Yeah. So the student knows what, what he's actually typing. Okay. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really old school program if you're going, it's like the old X server. You run the server and you connect to the client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm apparently not old enough to know this, yeah. right? That's why I, I had some problems figuring out it out. But now it works It works quite well. It's okay. Now that I figured this out. At first, my first, the Python w version actually started Maxima as a CLI uh, process and yeah. used standard in, standard out to communicate yeah, yeah, and... Yeah. That's actually the one. That's actually the one that's still running on on our production instance, and okay. it it works, but it's just not very nice. Anything yeah. <laughs> else? No, I think okay. that's it. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. 
If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.